Welcome to today's episode of A New Creation Podcast. Every episode of A New Creation is commissioned by the Holy Spirit. It is new and it is from God. This topic today was birthed as a result of my time that I spent in prayer and supplication before the Lord. I had a spirit of heaviness because of what I was observing that was happening and still is happening in our nation. When I witnessed the video of George Floyd, it really was very upsetting to me. And I was experiencing emotions from disbelief to horror to sadness. And I had a spirit of heaviness. And I was hearing so many voices speaking on their observation of what happened and how they felt about it. Different responses from different people, even in my family, even associates, Everyone had an opinion, but when things like that happen, I find when I have a spirit of heaviness, and I would say anyone who has a spirit of heaviness, it's very important to go and spend time alone with the Lord because it's important to hear his voice. What does he have to say about it? What is his perspective? He's the only one that can give us peace. His word says in Isaiah, it says, I will keep the imperfect peace whose mind is stayed on me because you trusted me. And so I needed that peace that Isaiah 26, 3 speaks. And it was only when I spent time with the Holy Spirit in prayer and speaking to him concerning what I observed and how I felt and what was going on, did I get peace. And so out of that was birthed today's podcast. The title of today's podcast, I received it from the Holy Spirit, is I Can't Breathe, a response. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. That was a cry that was heard not only throughout the earth, but heaven heard that cry. And it was a cry from George Floyd during the time that he was lying face down, handcuffed in the back, and an officer's knee was on his neck. And the knee on his neck was the reason why he said, I can't breathe. It was very difficult for me to watch that video because at the time it was a picture of someone who's pleading for their life. And I can't breathe was heard in heaven. And there was a response as a result. The scripture that the Holy Spirit first had me to meditate on is found in Genesis chapter 2 and is verse number 7. And it reads, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. This scripture was very important because when George Floyd could not breathe. He was being restricted of something that God gave him. And the Holy Spirit sent me to the scripture because he wanted me to, to recognize this and to share this today. Again, it says, and the Lord God formed man. God formed George Floyd. He formed George of the dust of the ground, George and all of us. And he breathed into his nostrils in our nostrils, the breath of life. 
and man became a living soul. When George Floyd said, I can't breathe, he was saying, I can't have what my creator freely gave to me and to every human being lives. That's basically what he was saying. There's a word in Hebrew called ruah. It's spelled R-U-A-H. It's a Hebrew word and it means breath or spirit. And so in this scripture in Genesis 2 verse 7, God is describing to us through Moses who wrote the book of Genesis, how he breathed life into our nostrils. Hebrew word, breath or spirit. He put his breath or his spirit inside of us. So by restricting George Floyd's ability to breathe, that officer was saying to George, no, you can't breathe. You can't have what was freely given to you and to me. And that in itself was an affront to our creator. I can't breathe. The question is, how does God want his people, his church, to respond to I can't breathe? How does he want us to see him as it relates to this situation? Another scripture that the Holy Spirit gave me was Isaiah chapter 57, verse 15. And in this scripture, I'm going to read the common English Bible version of it. And it reads, the one who is high and lifted up, who lives forever, whose name is holy, who says, I live on high in holiness and also with the crushed and the lowly, reviving the spirit of the lowly, reviving the heart of those who have been crushed. Why is that important to this? That's important to this because our creator wants us to know, and he's speaking through Isaiah, that Although he is high and lifted up, he is exalted and he lives forever and his name is holy and he lives high. He lives above everything because he's the most high God and he lives in holiness. He also wants us to know that he lives with those who were crushed, such as what was happening to George Floyd. His neck, his breath was being crushed out of him. God wants us to know that he lives with those who are being crushed and lowly. And he revives the spirit of those who lowly, those who feel disenfranchised, those who feel oppressed, those who feel as if their lives don't count. God says, even though I'm high and lifted up and I am God and I'm exalted, I still come and I live amongst those who feel that way, those who are treated that way. And we're to be encouraged to know, in this case, George Floyd, with what happened to him, God did hear him and God responded. He responded by how we see the whole world respond, how we see people protesting, how we see people who are willing to go out on the front line and to demand that justice comes. We have a God who pays attention to everything that happens on the face of this earth. He is God, and he wants us to take a look at the situation that happened to George Floyd from his perspective, because 
He is paying attention. He is very much aware of what's taking place in this earth. So the question is for the people of God today, those of us who are of the household of faith, those who are disciples of Christ, those who God has placed here on the earth to bring forth his kingdom. God is responding to I can't breathe. And he also wants the world to see through us how he responds. How exactly has God responded to what happened to George Floyd and his, his cry, I can't breathe? And how are we as people of God to respond? First, we're to respond as God's ambassadors in the earth. We are his ambassadors in the earth. Let's take a look at the scripture. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 20. It reads, For which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. That's the Apostle Paul speaking. The Apostle Paul was in chains, and he was in chains because he was preaching the Lord Jesus. And as a result, he was placed under arrest. And so he said, I'm in chains. He said, but he's an ambassador. He's still a representative. What is an ambassador is? An ambassador is one who represents another country, another kingdom. Remember, we're in the world, but we're not of the world. Those of us who are disciples of Christ, those of us who are followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. So we are ambassadors. We are the the representative of the Lord Jesus in the earth realm. And that is what the Apostle Paul is referring to in this scripture. But what's most important, most important for us to understand is when he says, I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. We as ambassadors for Christ are to speak boldly about what's happened to not only George Floyd, but all who are not treated justly, all who are mistreated, all who are oppressed. That's why we're here. So how are we to respond? It's in the word of God. We are to respond as ambassadors, as Christ's ambassadors in the earth. The second thing we're to do is we are to operate in the wisdom given to us by the Holy Spirit. We're not to respond based on our emotions. We're not to respond based on man's wisdom. We're not even to respond based on our own wisdom. We are to spend time with the Lord so that we can hear his voice, so that we can see his perspective, hear his perspective, operate in his wisdom. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12, it reads, Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. That's wisdom. If we know that we have not received the spirit of the world, because the world operates on its own way of thinking, and generally its way of thinking is the complete opposite of God. The world thinks about revenge. We think about forgiveness and we think about righteousness the right way, doing the right thing and not doing the right things by any means necessary, 
doing the right thing by the way the word of God instructs us to do the right thing. The way of justice. We, we serve a just God. And so if we know that the spirit, which is of God, the Holy Spirit, is the spirit of wisdom, we seek him so that we know what to do in situations like this. Again, how are we to respond as followers of Christ based on what's happening in this nation and in the nations of the world? First, we're to respond as his ambassadors. Secondly, we're to respond in wisdom, the wisdom that comes from God. Not the wisdom that comes from the world, but the wisdom that comes from God. When George Floyd said, I can't breathe, his voice was struggling to take his last breath. It was struggling to live. And because of that, those of us in the body of Christ have received a clarion call. A clarion call is a call of action, a call of war. And the war that we wage is not the war like the world wages. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. We're going to pull down strongholds, strongholds that have been operating in this nation, ancient strongholds of injustice, ancient strongholds of racism, ancient strongholds of treating people differently, of condescending attitudes and nature, of pride, of covetousness, all of these that exalt themselves against the knowledge of God, that rises above, of what God has said that we, that we should be operating or how we should be operating as a nation. That's why we're here. And that's what we're called to do. And that is in fact what we will do because God has called us for such a time as this. God's hand is on this nation. God is revealing the condition of the heart of our nation and the nations of the world. He is exposing the heart condition of mankind. And when God does that, he does that because he expects his church. And when I say church, I mean the church that Jesus said. He said, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. He was not talking about a building. He was not talking about an assembly of people who get together in a building each week and sing songs and then leave. No, he was talking about his ecclesia, his called out one, his government. Upon this rock, the rock of Christ himself, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And that is what his expectations are of those of us who are in the earth for such a time as this. This nation is being brought under the divine microscope of the Lord Jesus. The Lord Jesus is watching us as a nation and we're at a tipping point. We can go east or we can go west. We can go up or we can go down. We can decide in what direction we are to go in. But the wise thing will be is to go in the direction of the Lord Jesus. And those of us who are followers of Christ, who are him, his ambassadors, as I mentioned earlier, and those of us who walk in the wisdom that comes from God, from the Holy Spirit, we will listen Him, listen to him and we will do what he is instructing us to do. God is saying to his church, you are my agent, my representative in the earth realm. That's why Jesus said, upon this rock, I will build my church, my agent in the earth realm. Go and say what I say about injustice, racism, 
tribalism, classism, sexism, any ism that is not of God. God says, go and say what I say about it. And the things that are of me, justice, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. Say those things and you have the power of the name of the Lord Jesus to use. It is the name that's above every name because at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow in heaven and in earth and underneath the earth. And every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. The response. The response is the lion of tribe, the lion of the tribe of Judah. I'm gonna make sure that I pronounce it properly. Is roaring. He is roaring throughout the earth. And he is he is shaking the systems, those ancient demonic systems that have woven themselves in this nation, that have caused people to feel as if their lives don't have value. God says, every human being is created in my image and in my likeness. And I blew the breath of life in them. And man became a living soul. Everything that places itself above what God has declared and established is to be destroyed. It is not to be allowed to go forth. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, in the Amplified Version, Paul writes, We are destroying sophisticated arguments and every exalted and proud thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. And we're taking every thought and purpose captive to the obedience of Christ. We are to pull those things down. I'm talking to the people who are the, in the body of Christ, who are the ambassadors for Christ. Because the kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. And Christ shall reign forever and ever. And that is what our call is. I can't breathe a response. A response is, and the only response is, is that Jesus is Lord. And what his plan is for this nation, I decree and declare, shall go forth in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you for I can't breathe. We thank you, God, for reminding us that we are created in your image and in your likeness. And you blew the breath of life inside of us and we became a living soul. And it's only through you that we live and have our being. And we thank you, God. Amen and amen. Join me next week, next Thursday, for another episode of A New Creation. I look forward to meeting together. And again, remember, man does not live by bread alone. Man lives by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And remember, God's word is to be used to direct how we live our everyday life. And that is why a new creation exists. I look forward to seeing you next week. Godspeed. Have a wonderful day.